Prophecy Club, and we had an awesome meeting uh, at Halloween, October 31st in Topeka, Kansas. And as you can probably tell, I've come down with some kind of a upper respiratory thing. No, it's not COVID. This is the same thing I've been battling since I was probably a teenager. I know what it is, and I know how to fight against it, and so... Yeah, I, I'm I'm winning the battle, and we're praying over it, and it's getting better. My wife asked me this morning <clears throat> if I wanted to just play a repeat, and I said no. I, I said I've got information too important, bends that when they're going to be listening to this, it's going to be election day. So I'm going to be right up front, and I'm going to tell you where we're going with this broadcast. It is that important. And by the way, there is a little bit of a lesson here, and that is. Don't necessarily look for the easy way if you want to fight the devil and if you want to serve the Lord. There are times that we do work when we're not feeling well. There are times that we go when we don't necessarily have the money, as a lot of people did this past weekend. And if I have time, I'll get to that. But anyway, I got an email and I've got it from, I think, three different sources. And it's word for word all the same. And I think it is important to read through this email because I'm going to ask you right up front, brothers and sisters, we need to pray that our election is not stolen from us, is not stolen from us by some kind of evil people doing evil things with our votes, be it by paper, be it electronically or whatever. My point is I'm asking everyone to pray against people trying to cheat in this election. Pray against cheating votes in the election. Pray that the election not only is accurate, but justice is served up to those people that are trying to cheat. Now, as you know, this platform that we're on, and I'm not going to say that name, has been a great blessing to Prophecy Club, and it would be devastating to this ministry to lose it. You would not be able to hear this easily. I mean, it would be very difficult to reach you again. So I can't take a chance in losing it. So I'm replacing some of the words that it doesn't really matter what the names here are. Okay, you're going to understand what's going on by the way I explain it. This starts by saying, using a golf club. Now, that's not the name of it. That's part of the words that's been changed. And also, the saw. That's not the name of it either. But you'll, you'll catch on what I'm saying. Using the golf club and the saw to steal another U.S. presidential election, just like the O and the JB did back in 2012. This comes to us from Mary Had a Little Lamb and John Paul Bunyan, October 31, 2020. In February 20, 2009, the Big O administration commandeered a powerful supercomputer system known as the golf club. Obviously, that's a word that's been changed. But who cares? Okay, who cares what the name is? The point's the same. We can still pray against it. A computer system known as the Golf Club. The Golf Club includes an exploit application known as the SAW that is capable of hacking into elections and stealing the votes, according to this ABC, which I'm not mentioning, contractor turned whistleblower, and I'm skipping that name who designed and built the golf club. 
The whistleblower tapes confidential audio recordings released by U.S. District, and I'm not saying that one either, courtroom November 2015 revealed that the SAW was deployed by the Big O team against Florida election computers to steal the 2012 presidential election on behalf of the president, uh, the Big O, and also the vice president, the J.B., the saw is now being activated to steal the vote on behalf of JB once again. JB utilized the golf club and the saw while uning <coughs> excuse me, the saw while running for vice president in 2012. Votes are again being stolen on JB's behalf as he runs for president of the United States in 2020. Votes are again being stolen by JB as he runs his campaign in 2020. This time, the saw is stealing votes in Florida, Georgia, Texas, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Nevada, and Arizona, according to, skipping another name, the saw steals the elections by tampering with the computers at the transfer points of state election computer systems and outside third-party election data vaults as votes are being transferred. The saw uses a prismatic scoring, skipping that word too, that, skipping that word too, created to achieve the, ex the desired results by those that control the golf club and the saw. I think it was Lennon that said, if you control the count of the votes, you don't have to care about the vote. Okay? If you control the count of the votes... You don't have to worry about the vote. Well, that's what they're doing, according to this. Now, let's go to what Dana Coverstone said, because it's sort of talking about the same thing. Okay, this is August 10th, 2020, and I call this one, People Like Firecrackers. We're going to skip down several paragraphs right to the point. I saw clowns in suits like circus clowns. Now, one of the things that a lot of people say about this is that clowns is referring to one of the alphabet organizations. One of those alphabet organizations that is basically the extended hand of the Khazaria Mafia, the Deep State, the Moloch and the Ball worshippers. In other words, it's evil in extremely high places within American government. I saw the clowns in suits like circus clowns. See, because this is what I think it's saying. It's talking about changing votes. They were pouring buckets of oil and grease on the ground in front of the election venues, meaning they're trying to keep people from voting. These clowns were dancing and acting like clowns. They were juggling things. The people trying to vote were slipping and sliding past the doors and could not get in to vote, meaning that they're changing votes. The clowns were trying to distract these people, and they were juggling and doing skits, but the skits were sinister and abusive. The clowns watched for anybody approaching the voting. They were trying to distract them from voting. There were signs saying to the elections, we're so many days away. What I'm asking you to do is to pray. To pray, pray, pray that the election is not stolen, that every vote counts accurately, and the people that are trying to cheat instead get caught with their hand in the cookie jar. And that harsh... Fast, quick justice is served up. We're also going to pray that Donald Trump and his people around him already know about this, 
already have things in place to stop it and to get the accurate count correct. So here we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and Lord, we ask that you would put your angels round about us. Protect us from all harm and evil. Do not let any evil come to us. And by the way, take this sickness away from me in Jesus' name. So Sunday morning, I kind of felt a little scratch in my throat, but no problem. But after the meeting was over Sunday, we started hitting the road. And wow, as soon as we got on the road, it's like it started hitting me like a freight train. And I was blowing my nose and and I mean, I, I, I know it's tonsillitis. I've, I've had it since as a kid. And somebody said, well, why didn't you have your tonsils taken out? I don't know, because basically I figured, look, I know what tonsillitis is. I've had it before. I know what to, to do to deal with it. If I have the tonsils taken out, then I don't know what will happen. So I'd prefer to deal with the devil I know rather than the devil I don't know. So I know what tonsillitis is. And I used to get it all the time at Topeka, Kansas. Since I lived down in the DFW area now, I almost never get it. But I went up to Topeka, Kansas, and I got it again. So it's uh, it's not COVID. It's nothing serious. I don't know what to do. But nevertheless, your prayers for that would be appreciated. Okay, so let's go back to this whole voting thing. Lord, we ask that you would send your angels in once again and to see that the evil that is trying to change the election would be stopped to see that these votes that are trying to be changed do not get changed. And we would ask that you would see to it that our man, Donald Trump, and all of the other righteous people, be they right or be they left, if they are righteous people putting forth your laws, we pray that they would win. Specifically, we pray for Lindsey Graham. He is attacking, getting attacked really big. So, Lord, we pray that you would give him the victory. And the rest of the Republicans I know about are all good guys. But you know their heart. You know what they're going to do. And Lord, we ask you to bring in righteous people from the top, Donald Trump, all the way down to the little local election. And we would ask that all of these people that are trying to change the votes all get caught. We would ask that that trap that Coverstone was shown where one of the people stepped into the trap, that trap is the election. And they get caught cheating in the election. And justice is served up hard, swift, and fast in Jesus' name. We ask that Donald Trump would be the victor. And all of the people that believe in him and all the people that believe in you. And we would ask for a great victory for your house in Jesus' name. And as we prayed, Lord, we also pray that you would bring justice and you would bring judgment to the house of the Lord across the land, those people that are doing wrong, because we know that since justice has to start first, judgment begins at the house of God. And since we want judgment and justice across our nation, we know it has to come first to the kingdom of God, to the house of God. So, Lord, we pray that that judgment and judgment, justice would come to the house of God, but we would pray that it would not be aired like laundry in public, but instead it would be dealt with privately and quietly. Things would be corrected. Those that can't be corrected are removed. And Lord, we pray that the evil is dealt with publicly, quickly, and swiftly, and that you would heal our land. Lord, we spent the solemn September assembly 48 hours fasting and praying. We spent the solemn October assembly 12 hours fasting and praying. And we ask you, And we ask you again right now, 
according to Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, and we know that the arrests are part of America turning from our wicked ways, these people we're asking to be rounded up, is we're asking for you to clean our land, Lord. Turn from the wicked ways, then you'll hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal our land. Lord, we ask that our land be healed in Jesus' name. We would ask, Lord, that these things that Coverstone has warned us about are exactly that. We ask, Lord, that they are warnings, warnings that will not come to pass, that the votes will not be changed, that there will not be a contested election, that Donald Trump would win by a landslide and those people trying to change the votes would be arrested and justice served quickly in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask that a new era with evil removed from across the land, not just America, but across the face of the earth, so much evil removed that finally, like perhaps never before in the history of mankind, Christians could move across the land to institute your laws, your teachings, and that you would smile upon the entire earth based upon the cleaning that you're about to do, Lord. We ask you to humble America and clean America. Lord, we want it. We want the humbling. We want the cleaning. We want you to heal our nation. In Jesus' name, amen. Now I want to go to talking about Dana Coverstone's latest dream that has to do with the earthquake, and I think there's some good news in it. First of all, I'll play for you exactly what he said. Well, I guess it's Saturday at the Solemn October Assembly in Topeka, Kansas. Dana Coverstone. This was September 14th. I'm leaving some parts of it out. And this, remember, this was before Judge Barrett was even nominated. Saw a bunch of women who were wearing judges' robes and had signs and placards. They were standing outside of churches, waiting around the entrances and streets near where the churches were. As pastors and believers began approaching the churches, the women boxed them in and started yelling and screaming obscenities at them. They pushed against the believers who were intently trying to get through without causing harm. The women were slapping at people and throwing rocks and books. And what they threw were hardback books, and they chanted this, You have to listen to our book now. You have to bow to our book now. The women in judges' gowns were also trying to flash the crowd by pulling up their robes to incite both temptation and angst. And then I saw angels in the crowd, indicated by the white appearance and white robes, who were shielding the believers and semi-protecting them, but they were still, there was still some contact. The Christians pushed through and got inside the doors, and the crowd surrounded the building and started screaming at the top of their lungs with curses against God. Then the process repeated itself as the believers left the church and headed out the doors. As the crowd of women surrounded the Christians, there were no men in this in the surrounding crowd. Okay. A few people pointed and rebuked them in the name of Jesus and told the demons to be silenced. At this rebuke, the crowd quieted and parted, letting the people pass through, but did so like someone trying to get out of ropes, as they obviously did not like the binding that they were subject to. Then a man in the group of believers turned to me and I identified him as the Christ type man and he said, I will brace you against the demons, just believe and do not fear. Then I saw a shimmering of the great lakes and the water appeared to go out of the bowl and spread onto the shore several hundred feet in and then crashed back into the lakes. 
It appeared as if there had been an earthquake under the central point of the area of the Great Lakes, but at a significant depth. I also saw the Rocky Mountains trembling on the coast of California, shaking with, some, with the same shimmering type of surface disturbance as if I was seeing it from standing on top of the Rocky Mountains. There was a mass chaos mentality at work as it seemed a very big earthquake had just hit the Southern California area between Oakland and Los Angeles. I also saw all five boroughs in New York with significant fires that were started in Manhattan. Um, standing on Wall Street were two senators, um, both who were yelling at an effigy of President uh, Trump, dancing angri angrily around it, setting it on fire, threatening and making noise about the Supreme Court justice appointment, which once again, that had not happened yet. One of, the, one of the senators was wearing a very cheaply made Chinese t-shirt with the yin-yang symbol, and the shirt was almost transparent and dirty like it had been worn for too many years. Both of these senators, one who had a uh, driver who was arrested, um, they were both enraged trying to convince the crowd to share their anger with the effigy of, of President Trump. But the crowd was entranced, almost hypnotized by the fires in New York. Both leaders were wearing clown makeup, resembling the Joker from Batman, and both were wearing shoes that made them appear to be much bigger than they actually were, as if they were swaying, as if it was, if it was difficult for them to stand without a fight, or stand upright without a fight. Clouds began to churn and were mixing with the smoke from the fires, and it looked like it was boiling over. The clouds also were turning red and ashen, opened up to reveal Mount Rushmore on the top of the mountain. I saw the face of George Washington speak from the mountain, and he said this, hold the fort, toe the line, fight. The clouds covered the Mount Rushmore monument again, but the sun came out and it started to rain. Then I saw the Christ-type man, and he was walking along the National Mall, and he spread his arms wide, and he said, now it's up to you, church. Now let me read some of it and explain what I think it is saying, because, again, I think there's some good news here. He says, I saw a bunch of women who were wearing judges' robes and signs and placards standing outside churches, waiting around the entrances and streets near the churches, and there were pastors and believers began approaching the churches, and the women boxed them in, started yelling, screaming of sanities at them. I think that this is showing us in the spirit what the battle was going on with Amy Coney Barrett. And then let's skip down to the last line of that paragraph where it says, and then they started throwing hardback books at them, chanting, you have to listen to our book now. You have to bow to our book now. So they're saying that this whole battle over the Supreme Court justice was really trying to get us to switch from the Bible to the book of Satan, I guess. Now let's go to the next one. The women wearing judges' gowns were also trying to flash the crowd by pulling up their robes to incite both temptation and angst against them. In other words, that's how the devil battles, through filth rather than righteousness. I saw them protecting them, but they were still there. But with some contact, the Christians pushed through and got inside the doors, and the crowd surrounded the building and started screaming at the top of their lungs with curses against God, and the process repeated itself as the believers left the church and headed out the doors. As the crowd of women surrounded the Christians, there were no men in this surrounding crowd, meaning that as the Christians are pushing after this evil, it's saying that we Christians are going to get protection. Next paragraph. A few people pointed and rebuked them in the name of Jesus and told the demons to be silenced. At this rebuke, the crowd quieted and parted, letting the people pass through. 
but did so like someone trying to get out of the robes as they obviously did not like the binding that they were subject to. That is confirming that we do have the authority to put a stop to all of this violence, all of this attack on the Bible. The man in the group of believers turned to me and identified himself as the Christ-type man, and he said, I will brace you against the demons. You just have to believe and do not fear them. Boy, that's really good news. Let me read that again. So the Christ-type man, I assume that's the angel that comes to him, said, I will brace you against the demons. Just believe and do not fear them. Well, hallelujah. I mean, that's what we want to hear. He's saying, I'm going to protect you, but you should continue to fight, continue to pray. Don't fear, just believe, and you're going to make it through this. I saw a shimmering of the Great Lakes, and the water appeared to go out of the bowl and spread onto the shores several hundred feet inland, then crashed back into the lakes. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that's fabulous news, because there I made a whole DVD called Meteor, The Destruction of America, in that, I have 30 different charts of various dreams where people were shown the splitting of the Great Lakes, some of them to like one-third of the way, maybe half the way, some of them totally split down to the Gulf of Mexico. And it was saying that based upon our prayers, based upon our righteousness or lack thereof, this can be as bad as we make it, or it can be as small. So in that, here's a picture of Dana Coverstone saying that the Great Lakes simply shimmered and then just came out of its banks just a little bit and then went back into the banks. That's fabulous news. That means, my brothers and sisters, that our prayers have been answered. We have definitely put a softening, a reduction to the judgment that was shown to Dana Coverstone. It appeared as if there had been an earthquake under the central point of the area of the Great Lakes but at significant depth. I also saw the Rocky Mountains trembling on the coast of California, shaken with some of the same shimmering type of surface disturbance. Well, that's not what we've heard from other people. We've heard, like, for example, Maurice Scalar saw large chunks of California fall into the ocean from California all the way up into Alaska. So if he's only seeing the Rocky Mountains shimmering a little bit and the surface disturbance, he goes on to say, it was as if I was seeing it from standing on top of the Rocky Mountains. It was a mass chaos mentality at work, as it seemed to be a very big earthquake. It just hit Southern California around Oakland and Los Angeles. Well, that's great compared to many of the other prophecies that we've been told. That's great news. If it's only that bad, that's good. Okay, let's go on. I also saw five boroughs in New York and significant fires that were started in Manhattan. Well, once again, that's good news because earlier prophecies from him and others have shown it to be a lot worse than that. So again, I think our prayers have made some major effect. Standing on the Wall Street were two senators, both who were yelling at an effigy of President Trump dancing angrily around, setting it on fire, threatening and making noise about the Supreme Court justice appointment, which once again, at that point, had not happened yet. Okay, so to me... That tells us we got a great victory with a Supreme Court justice appointment. And there, this whole thing about the heads exploding, it was over that. One of the senators was wearing a very cheaply made Chinese t-shirt with the yin-yang symbol. And the shirt was almost transparent and dirty, like it had been worn for too many years. 
meaning that some of the senators act like they're good guys, but their heart is filthy dirty. Both of these senators, one had a driver who was arrested, they were both enraged trying to convince the crowd to share their anger with the effigy of President Trump. But the crowd, which is in the trance, almost hypnotized by the fires in New York. Both leaders were in clown makeup. Now, that clown makeup, I believe, is talking about the alphabet agencies. I'll just say it the way. Some, some of those intelligence agencies. That's what it's referring to. Both leaders were in clown makeup, resembling the Joker from Batman, and both were wearing shoes that made them appear to be much bigger than they actually were. In other words, they tried to put on a front that they're much bigger and more powerful than they really are. And, of course, they try to make us Christians feel like we're small and we can't stop them and our prayers have no effect. Well, I'll just tell you what, this this is telling us our prayers have upset the plans of the enemy big time. Our prayers are protecting us. Our, prepare, our prayers are destroying the works of the devil. That's what it's saying. This is really good news. Clouds began to churn and were mixing with the smoke from the fires and looked at what was boiling over. The clouds were turning red and ashen and opened up to reveal Mount Rushmore on the top of the mountain. I saw the face of George Washington speak from the mountain. Now, hang on before we get to this next part. In that the clouds turned red. That's probably talking about the communism. But they opened up, meaning that we're going to get through a lot of this stuff that Coverstone has warned us about. Meaning, brothers and sisters, our prayers have been answered, and we have prayed a lot of this way. Now, I asked Coverstone the other day in a private conversation, which I'm going to share with you. I said, do you think that our prayers have prayed some of this away? He said, yes. I said, do you think it's prayed it all away? And he said, no, probably not. But I think we'd all agree with that. Okay, that's good news. That's good news. I mean, our prayers, we did a lot. And it's, it's not just Prophecy Club. It's all of the Christians all across America. Coverstone said there was some 2,000 churches in various sizes all across America praying in the month of September. So that's very powerful. And it's saying that we got a victory, to a certain degree anyway. So the clouds were turned to red and ashened up to open and reveal Mount Rushmore. I saw the face of George Washington speak from the mountain, and he said, hold the fort, tow the line, fight. Okay, so what does tow the line mean? What does tow the line mean? Hold the fort means don't put down your weapon, don't go to sleep, don't back up, continue to fire, continue to load the weapons of the others around you, continue to fight, continue to fight, continue to fight. But what about tow the line? It's... Like a big bully takes his toe and says, I dare you to step across that line. Toe the line means you don't back up. It means you stand and you fight. Hold the fort. Toe the line, which is why I'm making that broadcast today. I'm calling all of the people out there that believe in Bible prophecy, that believe in Jesus, believe in that power that we have to tread upon scorpions and serpents and over all the power of the enemy to pray against the cheating in this election, that it would not change the election, and that Trump and all of the other good guys across the nation would win, and that those people that are cheating the election, every single one of them would be found out and justice served up. Final paragraph. The clouds covered the Mount Rushmore monument again, but the sun came out and it started to rain. Then I saw the cross-top man as he was walking along the National Mall and he spread out his arm. This is important. 
He spread out his arms wide, and he said, Now it's up to you, church. That was saying, we've got the victory. Not the whole victory, not the total victory. We didn't stop all of it. But it's saying that we have put a lot of this to rest. I don't think all of it. I think we're still going to see some hard times, but hallelujah. I mean, it could have been, you you know what we've been talking about, the Great Lakes opening up all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico, California falling into the ocean, all the way up into Alaska, fires burning every place, suitcase nukes going off. Wow, I think this is fabulous news. But he's also saying, hold the fort, toe the line, fight. He's saying the battle is not over. Then he spread his arms and said, now it's up to you, which means it's saying, yes, church, I helped you. I gave you a large portion of the battle. You can be victorious, but you can't quit fighting. That's why I'm making this broadcast. That's why I'm calling you to pray for our election. Each single Prophecy Club DVD is a gift of $30. In that you know the internet is going away one day, it is a good idea to actually have the disc. However, at WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal. 